When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hudat, and welcome back to Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertle. Um, today, I'm here with Nate. We're going to be breaking down this Bucks saints game. Uh, obviously, the Bucks win the game 20-10. to 10. The Saints go to 1-1. One one. The Bucks take a lead in the division. They go 2-0. Uh, they're now 2-0. Oh. Um, this was a game that, you know, so it's one that ruins your weekend. It's one that will ruin... Your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, and it's gonna ruin your entire week. Um, I mean, what what a game, what a way to lose. What what a I mean, I I'm I'm kind of speechless right now. I was so angry throughout the whole thing. You know, Brady being Brady. I I mean, how are you feeling right now, Nate? I I think dejected is usually the right word to describe this and we were talking you know before we got on air that just it's always in the worst way and especially today it just felt like it was one thing after another um the offense was horrible pretty much all day there were a couple plays that were okay but I mean the fumbles it was really bad this is not a well-coached team at this point I don't think it's fair to you know throw throw them under the bus just yet that defense is insane uh, but if the offense can't even compete at a D2 level, you know, it, it's never going to be pretty. Uh, in the NFL, you have to have competent on both sides and not elite on one side, bad on the other. Um, and this team's way too talented to, to put out performances like that. You know, you can say what you want. There were some horrible calls in that game that I think everyone acknowledges were bad. Sean Hockley should not have a job in the NFL. That should have been a thing. A year ago, two years ago, he's never been a competent official and he's never been a competent head of officiating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, it, and nothing happens, you know, nothing happens in almost any sport. You know, the only sport that actually does something about it is soccer. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that's why I'm starting to find it more enjoyable to watch than, than this, the product that the NFL puts out, at least when the Saints are playing. I, I love, I'm watching Red Zone off to the side here right now. And of course, that is my favorite part of the week. So I'm just being dramatic, but 
Yeah. It, it, it's a, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. You know, it really does. Um, when you see a bad call and then it just seems to, to avalanche, you know, uh, and Tom Brady was going to get his touchdown eventually. I, I don't think there was any way to stop that, but I don't think it would have been there. And I think this game probably would have been more like a three point game towards the end, maybe even total three points. I don't know if we were looking at that for a while, but uh, it was, it was ugly. I mean, you can't just blame the officiating crew on that offense was bad, really bad. And you had a Super Bowl caliber defense playing yeah. out there. Uh, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Hopefully, hopefully it gets better. I would say with a Debo coming Can't back, get much worse. Lattimore won't be tossed out of a game. Hopefully again, <laughs> Mike Evans is a criminal man. Like not really, <laughs> but like he did. It's he's on the border, you know. I'm not going to use that word because you'd have to cut me out, but it starts with a B and it rhymes with itch. <laughs> well, it's on like the border of like, okay, that's a flag, but uh, you know, it's, that kind of goes beyond the football field a little bit, but yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with you that, you know, there were some really bad calls in this game, but I mean, you can't point to that on why they lost. They lost because the offense was pr- pretty much, uh, I mean, in, it, I don't even, there's not even a word for it. Bad, awful, the, Play calling at times was confusing. Uh, protection, I, I thought, was the best part of the day. Uh, that was improved upon, but, you know, there wasn't much rhythm. It couldn't hit on a Lave deep ball to save their freaking lives. And then once they do, they just, you know, Lave is just it's just a freak play to me. You know, you know, like you sprawl out, make that big-time catch, and you get the turf so hard, and you just kind of expect that at some point there was some contact, but I guess not. So the Tampa ball there, and, you know, there was tons of situations in this game where, it felt like the Saints should have been up multiple scores. I mean, that defense was playing out of their freaking minds. They were playing so well. And uh, it just, like you said, it kind of felt like we weren't going to win this game 3 nothing. Tom Brady was going to find a way to score. It felt like they was knocking on the door for a touchdown for a while. I mean, they, they would get to our side of the, of, of the 50 and then kind of stall the defense and make some plays. And, I mean, there should have been multiple occasions where, you know, Turnover off points is a big thing, and we couldn't really get that at all. And there was two situations. One, the fumble, and then the next series, the uh, we saw them on fourth and one in our own red zone, and you just you don't really do anything with the football. Your defense is tired. It's gassed. And, I mean, there's so many reasons that we could point on how this game went, but it felt like ever since that fight, the game just turned. And it was going to be – I mean, the announcers talked about it. It was going to be the team that had their head – on straight for the rest of the game. And it felt like, you know, a little bit, we lost our, our cool at that moment. I don't know if I agree with the situation that went down. Dennis Allen just said the, the call to toss Lattimore with Evans came from New York. And I feel like that's not a situation where an outsider has to make decision. I think you make the decision in house. I mean, you have the replay. Yeah, but they don't know exactly what happened. And, you know, in that situation, I, I, I would say I understand and, usually toss both people out in a situation like that. But I think that's not not the right call. And then, you know, you get to throw out Alante Taylor, who I thought played great ball, but it just shifts everything. And then next drive, Brady throws a dot two on P.J. Williams. It's like he wouldn't even been out there, you know, mm-hmm. if Lattimore was correctly, you know. It's just one of those things. And I, I'm i really worried about this offense right now, man. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I hope – it sounds awful, but I hope Jameis' back's bothering him. I hope that's a, a reason of why, you know, there were some iffy throws. There were some iffy decisions. 
Um, they got sacked a couple times and he got ripped down by horse collar. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, this, this offense was pretty bad and it feels like they've been bad for seven out of the eight quarters of football right now. Yeah, it hasn't been pretty. And, and you know, the team, the offense especially is way too, the ceiling is too high, uh, to put out a performance like that, uh, and not have a lot of questions, you know, ranging from the individual play to the play calling, which there were so many questionable play calls in that game. Um, you know, we had our questions about Sean Payton, of course, over the years, especially towards the end. Uh, and today, man, it was one of the harder ones to watch, especially against a defense that's really, they're fine. They're not great. You know, you had a, a rookie basically come up and make two incredible plays on the last two interceptions, uh, of course, and then you cap it off with the two fumbles, one towards the end on a great throw by Jameis, who probably broke two more vertebrae throwing that ball that far down the field. But I think you have to question a was Jameis good enough to play in this game or was he being the tough, strong leader that we know he is. We know he is as a person off the football field on the football field. And two was the play calling limited. I think as we go throughout the week, we'll probably learn a little bit more about that as we see the status of these guys. I wouldn't have minded seeing Andy Dalton play in this game when you have a record of beating this Bucks team with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that is the case where he was limited and if it was just a bad day, then get those out now. You know, last season or um, whatever it was, we would have traded all those regular season wins for a win in the playoffs. Uh, you know, that's something that this staff has talked about. And if that's what it comes down to, then great. It's a long season. There's a lot of ball left to play but there's a lot of questions and there's going to have to be some answers, you know, as soon as next week, uh, because it's not going to be easy to catch Tampa Bay in the division this year. It's really not, especially when you've already played your home game. against them. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Cause like Chris and I talked about in the pregame that we had to, and in a game like this, we hoped that we were going to figure out more questions or more answers about this team. than we had questions and it felt like we just have more questions now. Now we're speculating you know, is Jameis playing hurt? Was he being held back? You know, was was were the play calls too conservative? Um, it felt like it was run, run, short pass, short pass, and then just let's just throw a deep ball. Um, and there was times where, uh, I mean, probably those passes should have been hit, but those are low percentage balls. They'll figure them out. Hopefully we can hit on them later. But that's, it felt like that was the game plan. Let's run the ball well, which they didn't really do. They had a drive or two there where they did carry the ball well, and then, Ingram, I mean, the only knock on him in his in his nice career with the Saints has been he's put the ball on the ground at some weird times, and it's it just it's very inconsistent. He'll have games, he'll have stretches where he's great, no ball fumbling or anything like like that, and it just takes one little mistake, and that was a huge mistake at that time. And even when Jameis threw all those picks, they still had a chance to win, which was crazy to me. You know, we had the Alave play, uh, you stop Brady again, and then it's like it's how many mistakes can they make until it's too much. And I think we, we figured that out when we hit that line. So now it's like moving forward, Carolina, you got Carolina next and we'll preview them later this week. If the offense shows up and looks like this again, I think there's some real concern. I mean, I'm not overly, overly concerned because this Tampa defense is good. They've had our number um, at least on the defensive side of the ball at times. And, you know, we won that game in Tampa last year, nine, nothing that just wasn't going to happen this year. Um, Tom Brady's not going to get shut out again. Uh, so it's just one of those things, you know, Brady, 
I thought I thought in the first half we played him really well. He broke a tablet, and it was like you know we got him where we want him. It's just we needed to score points. We needed to move the ball. We weren't able to do any of that. So it's just really, 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 really frustrating game. Something that you look back on, and there's little things that you could have changed. There was little mistakes. You know, the 12 men in the huddle on the punt. Like what? I mean, it didn't really go into anything that stopped him anyways, but it's just a little mistake. You can't do that against Tom Brady, whether you like him or not. I mean, he is the GOAT. People call him the GOAT. You can't just do that. And then later, uh, drive later on, you know, they stop him again. Uh, I think at that point, I forget the exact score, but Roby had the good tackle. It was fourth and one. And then they huddle up and they're like, now Roby, Roby hit him with his head. And it's like, no, he didn't. It was a, it was a clean hit. It just... You know, there was just multiple situations in this game that you just want to just bang your head into a table. And, you know, that's what I'm going to do after this podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it adds insult to injury when it becomes that, you know, when it becomes, okay, we were bad, but this game should have been closer than it was. Mm -hmm. Um, Marshawn Lattimore should have been in that game. I think that's going to be a pretty universal take on that. Uh, we will not get an apology from the NFL for that, of course, as we all know, uh, nor should we expect one. He should have been in the game. That pass shouldn't have been able to occur in the situation that it happened in. If anything, that play should have been run 10, 15 yards further back from those penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that really just didn't, they weren't really penalties. And if they were, they were ticky tack 40 60 calls you know you know that happened um and that's that's something we got to live with you know uh probably shouldn't have ever been in that situation in the first place uh the offense should have scored more points in the first half uh and that's you know you get to have that bitter taste in your mouth for a week uh so hopefully they can rebound uh at least we aren't the 49ers trey lance just got taken off the field carted off that's hard to see uh <laughs> I guess it's Pick good up thing Jimmy G in your fancy league. You know what really sucks, Brennan, today looking at huh. is Lamar Jackson is going absolutely crazy. You know who could have been on this Saints roster right don't, now? Don't, 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 don't. I don't want to hear it. All right, I'm done. I'm off the podcast for the rest of the year. I'll see you guys later. Davenport, <laughs> you just got, just, you know. I that, just that, that, that one in there. Somebody's going to block me on Twitter over that. I already see it. That's coming. a good segment because the, the Bucks were down their starting left tackle, their backup left tackle, and then some guy who made his NFL, de- NFL debut in what the third quarter, and we still couldn't find any real pressure yeah. on that quarterback. And it's so frustrating because he, we play him with three to four man rushes, and you got to bail out in the secondary, make plays. And the second you got to blitz people, that's when Brady picks you apart, and that's what they had to do. So again, the pass rush, not what it needed to be. We sacked him what once, one time. And mm. if I were to tell you, if you didn't watch the game at all, you had no idea. Tom Brady goes 18 for 34 for 190 yards, a touchdown. Leonard Fournette carries the ball 24 times, has 65 yards, 2.7 average. And they rushed for 72 yards total on a 2.4 average. And uh, overall receiving, they have 190 yards with Evans and Perriman leading the team. Do you think that they win that game? No. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's like, yeah, the, the Saints defense played great. They did a good job. Saints offense didn't do enough, and that's going to be the storyline of the week. That's going to be a storyline moving forward is that our, our defense wasn't it in week one. They figured it out week two. They played great. James had three interceptions late, and it, it just sucks because 
you have a really, really big audience out watching this game. Yeah. Jameis Winston had what three picks last year with them, and then he had three picks in 12 passes and picks where it's like that was flashes of Tampa Bay Jameis. You know, he's thinking about the decision. I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to looking down a receiver, waiting too long. And that's exactly what happened in Tampa. And it was just one of those things, you know, you're going to have to figure it out. Can't really blame a back injury about a bad decision. He had some bad balls in there, but overall horrible game. Hopefully we can move forward. Hopefully the offense can, you know, figure something out against Carolina. Um, You know, really frustrating game. And like you said, the product of the NFL needs to be the players in the field. I mean, during the Saints game, we probably had one of the games of the year with with the Dolphins coming back from what thirty five to seven against the Ravens and Tua throwing for six touchdowns and great fall being played there. And you know we got the Cardinals game on now. It's just really good football, and it just felt like there was too many flags in this game, too many situations where flags should have been thrown and weren't. So it's just the Saints Bucks game. That's a divisional game, and we'll got another one next week. But you know, just just one of those weeks, man. I I that's all I got. You got anything else? No, that's the headline. <laughs> just one of those weeks. It's... Well, let's let's just end it on that. We'll we'll get a preview later this week about Carolina. Hopefully, we have some good news on the injury report. Um, ho- hopefully for anything positive, I'll take anything positive at this point. Uh, brutal week. Saints lose twenty to ten. Sorry that you know there's not much to talk about. I mean, you guys probably don't want to listen about too much how this game went anyway. So, uh, catch you guys next week. Hopefully, we can figure it out against Carolina. We'll see you guys episode, and we appreciate you guys' love and support. Who that? 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 Who that?